it going, Yamitators? Episode 180 with Brent Sullivan. Guys, this episode was so fun. We talked about video games. We talked about soda and fast food. We talked about relationships. We talked about Michigan. We talked about stand-up. We covered a lot of ground, so, um, you know, buckle up. If you're buckled up in your car, um, good job. If you're, you know, in a chair or something, you don't need to physically buckle up, but pretend buckle up, like just real quick, because it'll be fun. It'll be just a game. It's, it's every time I listen to this podcast, I got to buckle up. <laughs> I just did it. I just did it. Sitting, sitting here in my chair across my waist. Just a lap belt. You don't have to put on, like, the full full thing over your shoulder. I just did that one, too. And I know you can't see it, but you're just going to have to believe it. Just going to have to believe it. Um. Okay, guys, go to Facebook, facebook.com slash Yamatat with Doug Culp. Like the page. Tell people about it. Go to yamatat.com. Go to Y-A-M-A-T-A-T dot com. Click the link on the top to get it on iTunes to subscribe to this. You can also find my blog, my YouTube, my Twitter through there. Um, Go to iTunes, please, and rate and review this podcast. Or whatever you're listening to this on. Rate it, review it. Give it five stars. Say whatever you want about it, but, um, you know, spread the word. If you enjoy it, spread the word, and then more people will enjoy Yamatat.com. Yamatat.com. You know, Yamatat.com. Really glad you came.bandcamp.com. My music, sometimes I put it there. Uh, there's some up there. Dugathan.deviantart.com. I created a font called Face It Font. It's up there. We talk about it on the episode, actually. So, dougathan.deviantart.com. Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, Snapchat, um, toke.tv, and bidchat, dougathan. D-O-U-G-A-T-H-A-N. Then Duplex Comedy on Twitter, and Duplex Comedy Suplex on Instagram and Facebook. The stand-up show that I run out of the living room every Thursday night. It's currently on hiatus, but it is coming back, so just like those pages, follow them. And you will know next time there's a show. Um, Yeah. So now get ready to yam it up with me and Brent Sullivan. I've got sort of an old one, old version now, but. Oh, yeah. You gotta update the drivers. You know, I think I tried to, and like it wouldn't let me, so I was like, eh, fuck it. Did you get the new Adam driver? No. It's supposed to be really good. Oh, okay. In Star Wars Force Awakens, yeah. Oh, is it already gone? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. Um, So, uh, I thought we could talk about... We could start off by talking about video games or soda. It's up to you. Oh, okay. These these just came up organically in our conversation. Yeah, let's go um, soda, because I feel like there's a lot of places to go with video games. Lots of places to go with video games, although I'll most likely disappoint you (laughs) in in almost every avenue that we take. Uh... (laughs) Man, I think soda is the greatest thing that's ever happened. 
Isn't it though? I think it is <laughs> so good. Every time, and I don't, I don't drink it a lot. I drink it with booze. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like every time I sit down to have a root beer, a Dr Pepper, a Pepsi, a Coke, a Mountain Dew, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just like, this is the best thing I've ever had. <laughs> and I, I, I only had it four days ago, and I, I still think this is. The most delicious thing. Do you like it? I love it. Yeah. Isn't it like what? Like what's like your? Where do you start? What's your go-to? Mountain Dew is the all-time. Oh, that's right. Because you poured yourself a Dew, and by the way, it is ten in the morning. <laughs> You're drinking Dew out of a huge thermos at ten in the morning. It's a big gulp hydro flask, so I can use it at Seven Eleven, and I do regularly. Do you just fill it up for for like a buck or a something? Buck, yeah. Oh, nice. That's yeah. great. That's a pretty good deal. It's it's cold and carbonated all day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I believe it. I believe it. <laughs> it's like a commercial for the hydroflask. Now get one it's today. A, it's folks. a commercial for Dew. It's the curve. Dew is Dew. honestly Mountain Dew is I think the best citrus soda you can find. Yeah. And citrus sodas are good. I will say the one sodas I don't like. I don't like Sierra Mist and I don't like Sprite. I just think they're kind of plain and boring. Yep. But I think Squirt is great. I love a Fresca. Fresca's good. Fresca's good. It's been a long time since I've had a Fresca. Yep. Um, But I I think Mountain Dew is by far the best of like the citrusy sodas. It just nails it. Did you ever dabble in the other Mountain Dew flavors? There's got the Code Red. Yeah, the Code Red, the the white one. Yeah, you know. Purple, the pitch black. So this this is something I want to be frank with you about. Yeah. I get frustrated. I do this with candy. I also do this with soda. Um, if you think about, say, for instance, Coke or, or root beer, yeah. it's a very novel, atypical combination of flavors yeah. that are going into this concoction, this uh, perfect yeah. beverage. <laughs> um, same thing with, you know, if you look at a lot of different candies. I mean, granted, a lot of them are chocolate-based, but, like, if you think about, you know, when Snickers was invented, like in the twenties or whatever, yeah, it was like there weren't that many things that existed that were like Snickers—a combination of nougat and peanuts and caramel and chocolate. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm trying to say is, I appreciate the energy and the thought that goes into creating a novel flavor, and I get annoyed when companies just add like cherry to it. Oh. Cherry, like cherry coke, is is different, but like, like these days, it's like M and M's. They just Coconut M and M's and birthday cake M and M's. They're just dropping a chemical in the fucking syrup, you know, in the in the in the recipe yeah. to make the chocolate taste. Because we don't, we know there isn't like a watermelon. They're not squeezing watermelons for these Oreos, you know. And but I think that's I think that's one. I think that's one of them. Uh, and the same thing with with sodas, where like Mountain Dew is so great. It's sort of a, a unique combination of flavors, and they're like, "Here's a strawberry one, here's a blueberry one, here's a, a this one, and, that, and I just I don't think that's interesting. I don't find that compelling." Yep, I um, agree. You got to find the really good flavors, and then just make those. Yes. Like, there's so many um, lackluster Oreo flavors where when I pass them in the store, I'm I like, know. don't care, don't care, don't care. I know. <laughs> and then I'll get to the Smorio. Have you had that one? I've not had the Smorio. Oh. No. It's amazing. Yeah. It's a testament to human achievement of yeah. the snack. Of just like, yeah. this is the perfect munchie, and I'm going to eat it with some milk. Yep. 
maybe do you ever do the thing with Oreos where you pop in the Oreo and then maybe break it in half so that there's equal sides on each half? Oh, I've I've never done that. You're you're very direct. creative uh, <laughs> with your Oreo consumption. Um, I historically would just dunk my Oreos in milk, but I noticed, and and I'm not kidding, I noticed it gave me diarrhea more if I did that. Really? Yeah. Huh. And so I stopped doing it. This is this is back this is back in the day, of course. Uh, but like like when you think about, I'm always so fascinated by like Oreos. I forget how old they are, but they're like a century old. Uh, graham crackers, <laughs> which are the best. Oreos are vegan. <laughs> Oreos are yep. vegan. That still blows my yep. mind. Graham crackers are like the best, and they're like a hundred. 20 years old. Yeah. Coke is like 100. There's all these like staples in the American diet, sort of fast, you know, uh, yeah. garbage food, but still <laughs> yeah. like food. Delicious. Delicious. <laughs> that's so good. And it's from like 100 years ago. And can you, like that was when like, like 100 years ago, everything sucked. Food sucked. <laughs> you know, like they had terrible recipes. And like if you if you like look at like a cake like a recipe for like a cake like it was just like a little bit of orange you know do you ever like what flour. my favorite yeah know, yeah like some flour cake. and just throw it in the, throw it in the oven, throw it over a fire basically <laughs> do you ever like do you ever read about like one of my favorite things to do is I read about like what Christmas was like a hundred hundred fifty years ago and it was so depressing. <laughs> Because it was always like, you know, this girl, it was like Laura Ingalls Wilder or whatever, like journaling about Christmas. And they woke up and like, they all they find in their stocking is an orange. And they're like, they're like the happiest they've ever been. They're like, it was the greatest orange. You're like, ah, oh, give me a break. This is so depressing. And then like, not that I'm, I'm not super materialistic, but like at Christmas I get like a little annoyed if I don't get like three of the five things I asked for. You know? Like, I didn't get a new phone. I'm so awful. Where are you from originally? I forget. I was born in the Bay Area. We moved okay. around a lot. We, okay. Military I a, family? I had a nomadic childhood. No, but my dad's a TV news producer. Oh, interesting. So that would have been the reason where I would have been like, yeah, yeah, totally. Like, when it's very commonly asked. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and my words are very commonly spread out. <laughs> um but yeah, TV news producer. So he would go to a, we'd go to a, a new city, and he'd learn everything there was to learn at that station. And then he would just kind of get bored, and then go, hmm. "I don't want to live here anymore. Let's try for a higher up uh, media market yep. station." Last place they ended up was uh, the Seattle area. It's a good market. Mm-hmm. It's a big one. Yeah, and then they recently moved to Utah because oh, my wow. two sisters and their two. Husbands and a nephew live out there. So oh wow! Like, so are like you guys Mormon? Uh, yeah. I mean, I grew up in the church. And I haven't been in a while. Sure. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so that might explain, if you don't mind me, if you don't mind me stereotyping, Doug, that might explain why you were married oh, early. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I only say that because, like, having lived in New York and L.A. Yeah. yeah. That's what I meant. Like, having lived in New York and L.A. Like, whenever someone gets married before 30, you're like, what are you, a Baptist? You know? <laughs> what is happening? What are you Why would you do this? So There's so many people you can fuck. Yeah, that you're right. In? right. What are you doing? So, what was it? So, you must. So, do you mind me asking, how old were you when you got married then? Uh, 26. Okay, so it's certainly not crazy young, but that's younger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We met, we met when I was like 25, 26, 
and we got married when I was like 26, 27. Wow, so within a year. And then we got divorced when I was like 27, 28. So like all of it happened wow. within about two years. Yeah. 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 And it was it was crazy because like, you know how on in life sometimes you get on a certain track. Yep. And then you're like, I think this is the next thing. I think this will be good. Yeah. I think this will be great. Oh, it's not great right now. Maybe it'll get better as time goes on. No, our chemistry is not great and we shouldn't have done it in the first place. Yeah. Got it. All yeah. Right. Cool. <laughs> was that was that like a what was was there a moment when you were like oh my god I shouldn't oh yeah I shouldn't have done it what was like the the one moment where you were just like Jesus you don't and, and again you don't have to it's no, your podcast no. you can edit it out if you want. <laughs> I'm usually very candid this is not one of those moments I'm yeah um, no one of the moments where I was just like oh no. <laughs> Shit. Is Wait, so, right, so let me ask you this. So it sounds like you dated for a year, then you were married for a year, being real rough. Oh, uh, yeah. Like nine months dating and engaged, and then like a couple months engaged, and then... Got it. Married for like eight months. So... Uh, <laughs> it was a rough eight yeah. months. <laughs> so I was going to say, so in, in the dating part, like was it really great until you got engaged, or or was it never even that great? So back to the when you're put on a certain track thing, it kind of felt like that. Where yeah. I was just like, I'm on a ride right now. Let's see where this goes. Yeah. See how good this can be. Like we did have fun times while we were together. Sure. Like, there, there wasn't like just it wasn't fighting, all fighting, misery. fighting, yeah. married. Yeah. Why doesn't this work? Right. Fighting, fighting. Right. Um, but yeah, it was just, I, I don't know. There were a lot of things, but the chemistry played into it a huge amount. And so it was just like, all right, this isn't good for either of us. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm someone who's always defaulting to not being in relationships, so I kind of do the opposite, where like I get one even above average date in, and I'm like, oh, God, we're going to have to get married. I already hate him. He's going to ruin my career. He's going to beat me. <laughs> I'm like, I should take a BJJ class. Jiu-Jitsu. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm like the opposite. And, um, but it's, it's you know, it's sometimes it's scary because I've rarely been in long, like, term. And I, I weirdly enough, I'm actually kind of jealous of people who, even even if they've been divorced, because I'm like, at least you got that. Like, I'm, like, not a believer in love anymore. At least you made it to the commitment part. Yeah, but it's true. I mean, there's that feeling of, like, at least you got one shot. <laughs> And it didn't work out, and that's okay, and that's what happens to tons of people. Yep. But uh, at least you had that. I'm worried I'm just not going to get that shot. <laughs> that there's no one I'm going to like past, like, date five. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see, Doug. Come out there. There's... Come back in 25 years. We'll see if I'm uh, still planning on dying alone. <laughs> like, last time we talked, you talked about loneliness. Yeah. Like, yeah, still happening. Was it a was it a problem with your family when you got divorced? Was that like a it, it did you was have to sell it, was it to a them? Weird um, reveal because I had to just go, hey, you know how it was gonna be me and her coming up for Christmas? Well, yeah, yeah. it's just gonna be me, and it was like, oh, yeah, what happened? Yeah, did you talk to it? Did you talk, did you talk to, to people? a priest? Yeah, yeah. Did you talk to people at church about it? Did you talk to other people? And it was like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's no. Oh, but there. No. Yeah. <laughs> were they angry at you? Um, I think they were more angry just at the situation, you know, because when 
when two people say they yeah. love each other very much, they usually, 50% of the time, yeah. stay together. Yeah. And yeah. It, it is the flip of a coin. <laughs> so you're just like, well, yeah, this one did not. Yeah. My uh, my parents have always been very close. My parents are like genuine soulmates, and my brother and his wife are genuine soulmates as yeah. well. And so that's like it, it's as I always joke, it's kind of a weird burden because <laughs> most usually kids from like divorced parents are like, oh, it's terrible, and I I don't want to recreate that for my kids. And I'm like, I almost wish they had gotten divorced because like this, there's they ha- they're so close knit that the the idea of settling at all is impossible in my mind. <laughs> They put the bar so high. They put the bar so high. And I and 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 they're just truly compatible good people. And my brother and his wife are the same way. Where they 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 uh, you know they manage crises and they negotiate and they they love each other. It's you're just like, how did you do this? Every date I go on is the worst. Uh, gay guys are also the worst though, so there's that. Um so anyway, so well, well, that's good. So it sounds like you made the right decision then. Yeah, yeah. When it when it came finally came time, we were both kind of like, okay, good. Mm-hmm. Let's just get this over with. Yeah. There was one moment where we were both at the courthouse, ready to like turn in all the paperwork and yeah. be like, this is it. This yeah. is it. And um, I think that's when we found out that there was a six month cooling off period, and both of us were like. <sighs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Wait, so, so what do you mean six-month cooling-off period? To Once you've made the decision to file for a divorce, you have to wait six months to, are you sure? Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Is that in every state? No. State to state. Huh. And here in California, it's six months. And so we were both like, oh, shit, can't this just be over right now? We have to wow. wait six months. Weird. That was yeah. a weird six-month period. <laughs> so you had to, like, you could have moved out, right? Uh, she moved out. She moved out okay. to uh, live with her dad again. But during mm-hmm. the whole time, fun. Like, during the whole time, I'm like, I'm separated. Yeah. <laughs> like, how did it, how did how did what it feel like that, that first to other people? So you you felt like you almost couldn't celebrate yet. Right. Yeah. It was you like weren't a preemptive divorce because like yeah. we were at the finish line. Like here you go, and then they stretched the finish line six more months. And yeah. You're like, oh fuck! But the fucking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Was it hard? What is like? Do you keep in touch with her at all? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> sure. Yeah. There's just been no real reason to reach out on either end, I guess. And yeah, it was as amicable a split. Yeah. It could be with hurt feelings on one end and not so hurt feelings sure. on the other. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. like you said, when when the time came, like I knew it was right because. We were both like, no. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I, I, I knew someone who, uh, she was, she was, she dated this guy for like something like two years. They got engaged, and she called off the engagement, and she was like, I just don't love him enough, and I don't want to marry him. And I think that's like really impressive. Yeah. Because I'm a very go with the flow kind of guy, you know. <laughs> Like once, like the ball is in is in motion. I'm like, I let's not, let's not disturb anything here. Let's not disturb the ball. Right. Let's not it's disturb the. Let's let the ball do its thing. <laughs> and and so I've many times I've been like, would I do? Would I be able to do that? The same thing, um, to like, you know, email everyone or send out. What do you send out? Invi- like anti invitations. <laughs> anti fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like. 
that's that's a and then you know you know people are talking about it you know they're going to be curious they're going to check in and text and gossip yeah. that's a that's a really i think impressive decision to make it's yeah <clears throat> yeah because so what i'm trying to say is your biggest success is your divorce <laughs> Thank you. You're Finally, someone acknowledges. <laughs> I do. I do see it as a success, though, because it is. It's what lit the fire under my ass to be like, okay, now, what do you want to do with your life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so start a comedy show out of your apartment yeah. in San Diego County, where barely anyone shows up. Sometimes no one shows up. Sure. Fucking throw it anyway every week. Yeah. Oh, it was an open mic at that point too. Okay. So I All was right. Like, so I was like, people will show. People will show. Yeah. And they did, sort of. And then not so much sometimes. But then nine months later, I was like, I'm moving to L.A., bitches, later. <laughs> and then it took a while. What did you think of San Diego? Again, but it's cool. It's yeah. very chill. Sometimes a little too chill. Yeah. I've heard it's actually, excuse a little douchey. Oh, Because it's like yeah, very military. Yeah. There's and There's military dudes and like yeah. there's the bros and stuff, like the desert bros and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was a new type of bully that I had never encountered. A desert bro? <laughs> Wait, what is that? Yeah, just like they go out to the desert every weekend and <laughs> ride like fucking four wheelers. ATVs, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and they're super like hard and tough. Yeah. And they all they have like their quote unquote bro hoes. Oh. That their girlfriends no. who like hang out and they're like, yeah, we go to the desert every weekend. Ah. Like, t- probably total vocal fry, like, as oh, much as you could stand. no. <laughs> Degenerates. Ugh. Sounds like terrible. It's the beginnings, small beginnings of Mad Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, sounds, it sounds exactly right. I actually, and humble, too. Yeah. But, come on. <laughs> I actually do find downtown San Diego very charming. I'm yeah. a sucker. Gas lamp? Uh, uh-huh. And, yep. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker for a skyline. I could be in Riverside, California, and if I see like a building above twelve stories, I'll be like, "Ooh, <laughs> what's going on there?" You know, when like, we find I'm, where the sun yeah, is setting yeah. and stand behind. I'm, it. I'm from Michigan originally. I'm from Ann Arbor, Michigan, which actually is a great town. And like just west of Michigan is a town called Jackson. It's a it's a true trash town. Yep. Well, no one can, no one on the podcast can see the hand that you're holding up, Doug. So I can point to where on the hand in Michigan I'm from. But imagine lower right portion of the hand. Lower right, okay. Uh, southeast Michigan. Uh, but Jackson that was, was this, for you, podcast yeah, listeners. There you go. I had to do it, by the way, Doug. <laughs> take take note. They can't see you. <laughs> um, I yeah, but Jackson, Michigan was this trash town. It's actually a ho- the home of the Republican Party, technically, which Ooh. it goes back like 140 years. So mm-hmm. you know, it's not like the, it's not like the Dick Cheney Republican <laughs> Party uh, per se. But um, they had they had like a downtown. They had like one building that was like 12 stories. And every time I went to Jackson, I was like, can't wait to see the skyline. <laughs> it was just like so pathetic. And it was one of those like skyline like that that building was clearly like you know 70 80 years old yeah. it's the same thing i don't know if you ever did have you ever been to the east coast or you do you ever did you ever live yeah. in new york uh no but lived in northern kentucky so cincinnati area sure yeah yeah yeah. um but totally different but yeah uh completely different area dog. <laughs> literally Eastern different Standard you are time. you are 600 miles away from what i'm talking about but yeah um uh no I'm, I'm teasing you but i do love that i was like you've been to the east coast you go, yeah kentucky 
okay. No, no. Uh, I know no, that's but, wrong. I, uh... I used to take road trips through uh, upstate New York a lot because my family is from, from New York State originally. Yeah. And every one of those towns is like that where like the skyline is so dep- like Utica, New York it's like it's like looking it's like nothing has changed in 80 years but it's all still there and so it's all looks it's all dilapidated it looks terrible Syracuse is a shithole uh, is it becoming life after people Binghamton? just slowly with people mm-hmm. I don't know life after people but yes yes it's exactly right it's exactly right um so yeah, I mean it's it's definitely it, you know, but I, there's something about like do, I remember taking a road trip once. Uh, I, I was going to Ithaca from New York, and uh, I was driving, and I Ithaca drove from New York City. Yeah, okay. yeah, sorry, from New York City. Yeah, they're both in New York. You're correct, New York State. <laughs> I know you're an expert from Kentucky, no, but uh, <laughs> not at all. no, I'm teasing. Um, and I remember driving through a town, and I I got Arby's in that town. So yeah. I stopped to get Arby's, which is, you know, we could talk about that in a minute if you'd Great. like. Um, stopped to get Arby's. Uh, I looked up the town on my phone, on like Wikipedia, when while I was there. And I realized it was a town of, it was like 60,000 people. Mm-hmm. I had never heard of it in my life. And it was just like this weird experience where I'm like, 60,000 people are spending their lives... <laughs> in this garbage town I've never heard of. How many... And and there's nothing... By the way, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just weird to think that, like, someone will spend their whole lives in a city I've never even heard of. Yeah, yeah. Um, What was it called? I honestly forget. It was... It was... It was, like, 30 miles east of of Philly or something. Because when you left the town, you yeah, like, fuck yeah, that fuck town. that town. <laughs> the most memorable part of that town was the Arby's. <laughs> they had so much horsey sauce. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so good. Are you an Arby's fan, by yeah, the way? Yeah. They just started selling a new half pound, <coughs> half pound of roast beef sandwich. Hmm. Un. Believable. What's the? Do you remember back in the day when they used to call it the Big Montana? Yes. So I, I absolutely do. <laughs> so I had never <laughs> been able to order it when it was called the Big Montana, but I remembered that it was called the Big Montana because mm-hmm. seeing Saving Silverman. You seen that, Jim? Uh, Steve maybe. Zong, yeah, Jack yeah, yeah. Black. Yeah. No, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Amanda <laughs> Peet. Anyway, okay. Great. <laughs> so there's this moment in the movie where she's like, "I want a Big Montana from Arby's," and he's like, "I'm not getting you that." And she's like, "I want a Big Montana from Arby's," and he's like, "No." And yeah. She's like, "Fine." And then they both just leave. Whatever. Yeah. He comes back with the Big Montana, obviously. Mm. And I'm like, Sounds like a oh, good guy. that's a big Montana. I gotta get that. <laughs> yeah. And I went to the Arby's and I go, I'll have a big Montana, please. And she goes, oh, I haven't heard anyone call it that in a long time. We really? should just call oh. it extra large now. But <laughs> yeah, because yeah. they shot that movie four years get ago. You, <laughs> yeah. you know, there was a, in Michigan, uh, Arby's did a promotion uh, and it didn't really even hit a ton of the like the nationwide blogs mm-hmm. but maybe it was like parts of the midwest but i know it was in a couple places in michigan they did they had a venison burger what yes was it great i did i didn't try it <laughs> uh it was like eight dollars it was like it was expensive for um deer? for deer but it looked great and supposedly 
uh, I actually asked at an Arby's. I'm like, do you guys have the venison burger? They're like, no, it was like a short time and we didn't we didn't carry it. It was like you had to go like an hour west. They're like, it's sold out in like an hour. What? It was like the biggest. And like, you know, everyone who knows Arby's knows it's always empty. Like I'm (laughs) truly terrified that in my lifetime, Arby's will buckle. Oh, no. There's nothing I find more scary than that. I I think you're right, though. Oh, for sure. I mean... In the next 10 years, it'll be... I mean, it just... It keeps getting, like, passed (laughs) around from, like, conglomerate to conglomerate. Everyone's like, we don't want it. Do you remember (laughs) when they they had cinnamon rolls? A stand of cinnamon rolls on the side? Oh, vaguely. So it was called TJ Cinnamons was the company. Okay. And this was... I could do without that name, but yeah. (laughs) Welcome to TJ Cinnamons, see? Nah. Right, right. <laughs> so TJ Cinnamons was uh, just a cinnamon roll store before Cinnabon ever existed. Yeah. And the first place I had it was in Tulsa when we were growing up. Oh, at the mall. That's, a, that's a smaller market than Seattle. Oh, yeah. uh, moving on up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so Tulsa was interesting. but Tulsa's they a had, shit town, right? Uh, yeah, it's pretty, I mean, like, Jinx West was chill. I'll yeah. say that. Yeah. Any teachers out there who still remember me from Jinx West who are definitely not listening to this. Yeah, I was going to say, they're not listening, but... It was chill. <laughs> I'm teasing. Um, but yeah, the TG Cinnamons, they had this thing called a Cinecone, mm. and it was five or six mini cinnamon rolls in a paper cone, and they just drizzle on the icing until you said stop. Oh, I think Cinnabon does that exact thing now, by the way. But they don't have icing, they have frosting. Oh, wait, what's the difference? Frosting, you like slather on. Oh. <laughs> and then the icing you, is drizzled on. So you on. want less delicious sugar? <laughs> I want the icing because it's just the type of sugar. The way it interacts with the cinnamon roll. Oh. Ah, so you, you like limited amounts of icing on your cinnamon rolls, but ideally. I, but I also like to tell them when to say stop like when i get the when i get the one at ikea which you like is, to be the boss that's yeah, what you're saying this yeah. is like your weird as power move icing. as chill as you are as a person this is when you really become like if i can have control over one thing in yeah, my yeah, life yeah very type a the yeah icing amount on my it's the only roll. time you've ever hit a guy is because he wasn't uh doing the drizzle on the icing of the cinnamon rolls well enough that's you funny. don't lather that icing. that's funny no, but it's also different types. So, mm-hmm. like, the one is, like, cream cheese frosting. Sure. I get it because it yeah. gets everywhere and all yeah, the crevices yeah, yeah. and everything. But the icing, it's just a different flavor. It's, uh, it's like saying... Sounds good. Do you know the difference between um, Jet Puff marshmallows and Campfire marshmallows? No. Just by um, comparison, the Rice Krispie Treat brand makes it with Campfire marshmallows. Huh. But every time, like my mom made it back at home, or anytime I had marshmallows with like s'mores and stuff, it was always Jet Puff. Yeah. So then when I had the the kind from Rice Krispie brand, I'm like, this tastes weird. Yeah. And then I had a regular Rice Krispie treat, and I'm like, this must be Jet Puff. That's interesting. I did always feel that the homemade Rice Krispie treats were better. Yeah. Uh, Way better. Now what? Now rank your fast food preferences. Ooh, that's a good one. Let's see. All right, I'm going to cut you off. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Arby's number one. Tommy's? Gonna, you ever go to Tommy's? It's right around the corner. I have gone to Tommy's. Uh, the the chili looks too much like barf. Ooh, but it, it tastes it's not good. like barf. It's, it's, it's really good. I don't think it's transcendent yeah. like I do perhaps number two Chipotle. Oh, uh, five guys burgers and fries? 
my God, Doug, I'm so sorry. You and I are not on the same page. I think Five Guys <laughs> is the only bad like fast food burger. I oh. actually hate it. You know what? Which I think it tastes like to? newspaper. I've only gone to, I think I've had it twice. I had one in New York hmm. and one in Michigan. Well, yeah, because I've been, I've been to ones where I was like, hmm, mm-hmm. wasn't as good as at, at this other one. Oh, interesting. So yeah. it does kind of vary. I think it could vary cook to cook. <clears throat> I also, ha- for some reason, I hate the peanut novelty. I hate that. Oh, like, I love the fries. Just throw the, the peanuts on the floor or whatever. <laughs> Something like, I mean, honestly, I haven't gone in like eight years. Um, <laughs> Your taste buds have changed. <laughs> they <now>. probably have. <laughs> I should give, I, there's one in WeHo. I should give it a shot again. <laughs> I think In-N-Out is great, but if we're ranking Arby's, Chipotle, McDonald's, number three, which I think truly remains one of the best fast food restaurants <laughs> in the world, um, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, yeah, and oh, is Wendy's in there for you or Jack? You know, or... for some reason, Wendy's just never, never broke, never cracked the top five. <laughs> uh, oh, KFC. I'm so sorry. I didn't oh, mean to forget about Popeyes? KFC. Uh, I also like Popeyes, but I'm a, I prefer KFC. KFC yeah. But the problem with KFC is that it's like way too expensive. I put that in quotes, yeah. but like I don't want to spend eleven dollars on this trash. <laughs> That's the point of fast food. The point of fast food is that you spend, you know, like a couple bucks, six, yeah, I mean three, three, three to seven dollars yeah. on a meal. It's delicious. And then you shit it out like, later. Yeah, right. And then and then of course you know vicious <laughs> habitual diarrhea afterwards. <laughs> Uh, but my God, man, I will go to KFC and I'll like be like, okay, I want this and this. And then, and then like, you, I never want their pre-made box because it's always like a drumstick and like three coleslaws. I don't want your coleslaw. Mashed potatoes, coleslaw, our potato wedges. I don't want any. I want chicken. I don't want your disgusting wedges. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, so I want like a four piece, and they're like, okay, that'll be sixteen thirty nine. Are you fucking kidding me? I could have gone to Outback for sixteen dollars. I could have gone to Chipotle almost three times for sixteen dollars. Idiots! I hate how expensive it is. Um, but yeah, what's your what's your rank? What how do you rank it? Um, shit. You know, have you been to rallies? Oh, that's another one I've been to. Man, you are They're hitting fries. the offbeat ones. They're french fries, though? I went... Here, here's what I'll say about rallies. <laughs> I went once. I remember liking it. I always felt like their ads... They did a better job with their ads than any fast food Same. chain. They would, like, emphasize... Remember eat. that it was the cheese paper? Like, when you get a cheeseburger, they would wrap it in paper, and then when you unwrap it, there's cheese attached because it's melting and melted. Yeah. I remember thinking that was so... That sounded so delicious. <laughs> Uh, and I just remember they made their burgers look more fresh and delicious than any other restaurant chain, yeah. as, as I can recall. Wait, so you grew up in Michigan, you yep. said? And there was a rallies in East Lansing, but I was in Ann Arbor, so it's an you, hour away. Did you have the commercials that were like, you gotta eat? And it was like a rap? What are you doing? I don't remember. I remember there, there was the guy, there was the rallies guy who died. Do you remember this? What? No. I'm almost positive. I, we could even look it up. That there was a rally spokesman who was like cha-ching. He did these commercials, and now I actually actually have to look it up. He did these commercials, and rallies cha-ching. And then I think he died in a car accident. Yep. Snaps now rallies commercial. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. No, it's Seth Green. <laughs> he didn't die. 
Cha-ching. I was... Yeah, it's literally the argument I just made. Okay. $62.75. I could have sw- sworn he died. <laughs> Seth Green. <laughs> but it's Seth Green. He's totally okay. There was some spokesman who died. I remember, like, I feel like back, you know, as a kid, like, you, you associate with spokesmans, I think, a little bit more than now. Like, for some like, they feel like you're friends. And I remember, yeah, there was, again, some spokesman from, like, a fast food chain in the 90s died. And I was like, oh, my God. I was, like, distraught somehow. Mac Tonight, the moon, the moon head from uh, McDonald's? No. It was um, food, folks, and fun. Huh. McDonald's, and he was, like, this lounge singer type. It was so weird. Oh, wow. <laughs> Do you remember the Arch Deluxe? Yeah. That was their, their burger that was targeted towards like a more mature adult. Adults. Yeah. With the, it with was. The, uh, cleaning up yep. the garbage. Yep. Darn and it, kids. It, yep. Darn kids. <laughs> Darn grown ups. <laughs> and you really remember? Good for yeah. you, Doug. Uh, and it was like a huge failure. It was like one of the biggest flops. Yeah. I, uh, a deluxe a, another, failure. A deluxe failure. Another huge flop that I know was. Um, Crystal was it Crystal Pepsi? Yeah. No, no, no. It was the it was the new. This was it. Coke in the eighties. New Coke. New Coke had new Coke, and I read somewhere that it tasted horrible. That it was so unpopular that uh, they actually cut into regularly scheduled programming in the middle of the afternoon to announce that it was being discontinued. I'm not kidding. Let me see if I can find definitive proof of that. I'm Discontinued. Truly, I'm positive. We're so sorry about this flavor. <laughs> yeah. Um, after Matt Backlash. We love you, customers. Just please. Here we go. This is on Wikipedia. Coca-Cola executives announced the return of the original formula during the afternoon of July 11th, less than three months after New Coke's introduction. Day. ABC News' Peter Jennings interrupted General Hospital to share the news with viewers. I think that is incredible. On the floor of the U.S. Senate, David Pryor called the reintroduction a meaningful moment in U.S. history. This is insane. What? On the Senate? The, the company hotline received 31,000 calls in two days. Jesus. There's nothing else they, they could be talking about? New Coke. That was the biggest word. That is surreal. <laughs> um. <laughs> no shady dealings here. Just New Coke. The mute button is on. Is that a problem? Oh, no, no, no. That means it's going. Okay, good. Ooh, blinking so, means it's muted. Oh, okay, cool. Great. Uh, sorry. Uh, I was just, I was just like, we're not starting over. <laughs> Get up. <laughs> um, um, so, so what's something in comedy that you haven't done that you would love to do? And it doesn't have to be one thing. Uh, what's something in comedy? I mean, there's plenty I haven't done. <laughs> um, I mean, you know, I guess, I guess everyone would like to be on TV more. Uh, mm-hmm. It would be, uh, it would be fun to, you know, I guess be a honest sitcom, I suppose. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I also like, weirdly enough, I think it would be kind of fun, it sounds kind of ridiculous, but I think it would be kind of fun to like, 
be a spokesman for a company like be like just have your own ads because (laughs) yeah and i have like a couple that i'm like so a couple companies i'm so on board with that i would do it for like a reduced rate uh just just presuming i'm successful enough that they would want to hire me um uh but yeah i feel like get it like also like uh it's one of these things where like if you're on a commercial that runs during the super bowl people think you are way more successful than you are. Uh, and and I just think it would be, I think it would be yeah 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 clearly. I mean like like Andy Daly is on commercials right now and he's great, but like you know seeing him on commercials you're like man Andy's really killing it. Yeah. Like he's at his own show, but I don't watch his show. But right. that I the fact that I see his commercials I'm like man good for him you know. Uh, so yeah, there's almost something I feel like commercials used to be kind of poo pooed. Like, oh, I w- it's below me. And it's like, no, I think especially these days, no, not at all. Yep. I, I think it's sort of the dream to to be that like that middle ground of, of you know, celebrity and like, like, yeah. Coasting in yeah. the middle area. And do like Arby's commercials three times a year and get paid fucking <laughs> quarter of a million dollars or whatever they're going to give you. I'm thinking Arby's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Remember the oven mitt? Uh, yeah. I know you remember the oven mitt. Like like they're reaching into the oven to pull out the roast beef. Give me a break. Give me a break. It was one of the stupidest mascot things ever. It was so dumb. It's an oven mitt. Yeah. No, it's a hat. We yeah. know yeah. that it's a hat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, I know. Absolute insanity. Come on, Arby's. Um, so yeah, so those, those are probably the, the the couple things that I feel uh, would be fun. But I also, I, I sort of try to embody. Um, I try to embody the Deepak Chopra notion. Mm-hmm. Like I try not to as- connect myself too distinctly with one ambition or goal. Yeah. Because you could potentially be setting yourself up for, for failure, even if you have a great career or you're happy or whatever you mm-hmm. uh so i try not to get too laser focused on one thing yeah but yeah you know we all have ambitions yeah <laughs> how about you what, what 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 do you want to do oh man so many things i i uh i recently created a font <laughs> so that i can spell anything i want with my art that's great <laughs> Thanks. You, that's that's uh in the process of being copyrighted because I'm, I'm trying to. Wait, can you explain it? Like you can spell. Can you say so that? So it's again? basically just like a, a font that I made out of pictures that look like letters. Huh. So got the, it. Yeah. The way I did it was I made. Uh, so this style that I found that I love to do is I'll make like a squiggly line of whatever the thing is that I'm drawing, mm-hmm. and try and make it as random as possible, and then I connect it. And then I go back and I look at it from different angles, and I'm like, "Oh, well, there's definitely an eye socket right there. I'm gonna draw an eye there. Sure, that's definitely a mouth. I'm gonna draw a mouth and some crazy teeth and maybe a tongue coming out. Uh huh. And so then I call the style face it, and then every letter has like all those faces oh, all over. Yeah, it. that's great. And yeah, it was oh, man, it took forever, but did it? Was, it? Like how? Like how many times did you have to do the L? Uh, <coughs> well, the L. Is the yellow giraffe, by the way? Was it a giraffe? <laughs> no, it's so like the faces. It's it's it weird. Anything, it's yeah. weirder than you would think. Here, actually, I can just bring it mm-hmm. up right here. Um, 
but yeah, I want to do that. I've written a bunch of scripts. I want to like mm-hmm. make TV shows and mm-hmm. be in them. And mm-hmm. um, the whole Lyme disease thing has spurned uh, something in me where I'm like, yeah. this I need to talk about this. How long have you? Uh, when were you diagnosed? Uh, in December, and so it was okay. two years of going to the doctor and him yeah. going, "You're fine. Here's some pills." And yeah. I'm like, Motherfucker, I don't need pills. <laughs> yeah. I need yeah. you to listen to me. That's exactly what happened to my friend. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, uh, I'm not envious of, of being in that position. Uh, it sounds like you're managing it now, though. Yeah. Um, where do you think you were bit? Was it in LA? I'm pretty sure I know where, like, oh, oh, where, where. Um, uh, no, I mean, yeah, like, where in the country? Was it in LA or? It was, um,. No, I'm not 100% sure where the tick came from, hmm. but I remember that where the tick was, and it was because it was an, over a inguinal hernia surgery mm-hmm. uh, that I got, and so then I associated it with that pain. So I was like, hey, doc, I think my surgery is like, something's weird with it. So you Got think the was bite was it was near your scar for the surgery? Mm-hmm. So you assumed. Yeah. So you've but you never saw the. the and tick. that's where the new pain started. Uh, I saw like a weird bump and I saw the rash, and then I was. Was like, it like was it like the bullseye rash? Mm-hmm. Fuck. Yep. And then I was like, "This will go away. I don't know what this is, but this will go away. Whatever yeah. it is." Yeah. And it went away, but it didn't go away. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. So like here's here's some of the. Oh yeah. Face it. Oh, that's very fun. There's a four. Is that a four? Um, that it. No, that's uh, an airplane. That, actually. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Looks great, man. Like that's the plane that I took to my grandma's funeral. I, they all have teeth. It's adorable. <laughs> yeah. So after after that's done, I'm going to do. I'm working on the numbers zero through nine. I'm mm-hmm. going to do the whole alphabet again in lowercase. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to do it again in uppercase with each letter has a theme. Yeah. Then the numbers and letters. Oh, yeah, special characters, too. Like, the ampersand is going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> so is this the kind of thing you can share with your family and they appreciate your your love of fonts? or? Um, it's just a thing where... Because um, we were making the poster for Duplex Comedy Suplex, of mm-hmm. which you've mm-hmm. performed. Thank you again. And um, it was... It was in these letters from a font online that my roommate found, and that was cool. And that was for the first year. But for the second year, I was like, I want to... What if... Yeah. What if I had my own... My own font. font. (laughs) (laughs) Then I could truly express whatever I want, wherever, and then it's like... That, yeah, it's something that he does. Yeah, <laughs> and you said it's getting like uh, trade uh, trademark copyrighted. Copyrighted. Yeah, but I I uh, need to look more into the minutia of it all because as I was making them, I was posting them one at a time on the internet. Mm-hmm. So I think I just have to go back and go. This mm-hmm. one was posted this day. This one was posted this day. Like it's mm-hmm. from my account. It's me. Yeah. 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 Oh, interesting. But then once it's copyrighted, I can be like, hey, companies, you want to use this fucking weird thing that I made? Yeah. Here it is. Yeah, absolutely. And do you get money every time they like type a letter on <laughs> using your font? I would hope so. <laughs> <laughs> every letter. That would be nice, right? One cent per letter, please. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah, but 
I'm writing a book, like uh-huh. a, a lot of stuff that I want to do. It's just need. Well, you time. got plenty of time. Need money. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, money's money's big. But you know, you got you got the new job. That's great. Right. Yeah. There's a there's a little break until. I was going to say, because we are talking on back. Friday at, at, at 10 a.m., so <laughs> yeah. there's got to be some kind of a break. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the meantime, I do, like, uh, acting gigs and stuff when I can get them. And nice. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. You ever, do you ever do commercial auditions? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How's that go? Um, it's okay. The cane has presented difficulties. Do you need the cane? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't walk without it? Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Like if I, I've always wanted I could, a cane. I could, by like, the way, just find things to grab onto while I'm walking, but yeah, it's a less yeah. Desired. Yeah, yeah, I can see how that could definitely be a problem. Yeah, and if then you can't, like, look at the cane and they go, uh, "Oh, are you okay? Are you gonna be okay about <laughs> yeah. it? Do you need yeah, it? Yeah, go, yeah, yeah. Are you willing to shave? Go, uh, and do you need that cane? <laughs> <laughs> yeah." willing to shave the cane just strike the cane just get it out of here (sighs) have you thought about getting like a really fancy cane i have and the thing that stops me (laughs) is the the time that i put into putting getting a, a cooler cane like probably with you know the sword in it or hide weed in there or something yeah maybe it's a bong too yeah yeah um, I just I don't want to have a cane. <laughs> does your no, I I can understand that completely. Does, yeah. does, does your family drink? Are they still devout no. enough Mormons? Uh huh. They don't drink. Yeah. So you are are you the outlier in the family? I think so. Uh huh. Yeah. Like, I yeah I smoke I smoke the weed. Yeah. I actually still don't drink. Oh, interesting. And that's just... That's like um, my big vice. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Mine, mine is sugar. I mean... Oh, shit. I forgot. You, I have to take it home. As you can tell. Yeah. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah, because you're having... You have Mountain Dew at... Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's 7 a.m. <laughs> Mountain Dew at 3 a.m. Dude, there's, there's sometimes when I'll be up playing video games. Oh, circling back to video games. Yeah. So there's sometimes I'll be up playing video games and it's four o'clock in the morning, and uh, and and then I'm like, well, if I'm still playing at four twenty, I'm gonna hit my bong at four twenty a.m. How many? How often do you stay up until four o'clock playing video games? Hey, there's been. <laughs> many days. Oh, for sure. But like, is it like once a week? Once a month? Um, Five times a week? Well, specifically playing video games, I'd say once a week. Sure. Maybe once a month. Once every couple weeks. But then just staying up that late anyway, it's pretty common. Yeah. Oh, and see, I, I like a couple of years back, I my sleep schedule just like got in sync. And I like fall asleep between twelve and one, and I wake up at like seven, and I cannot control it. Whoa! Yeah, I mean, I, if I'm out, alarm? I can obviously stay up. No alarm. No alarm. No alarm. Oh, that's it's, so awesome. This is like I'm like four, five years into not needing an alarm. Wow. Yeah. See, when I even uh, when I'm hungover and shit, your body's just like I wake I know up what at seven o'clock. That's awesome. Yeah, I think it's because if I sleep in too late, 
I just want to blow my brains out. Like, you know, if <laughs> someone is, yeah, like, yeah. it gets to the point well, where your body's like, like, let's keep sleeping. We're freelancers. So like, so not every day you're making money and not every day do you feel productive. And yeah. so when I, you know, wake up at 1030, which is literally like my mom, like my mom's been up for nine hours because, you know, they're in Michigan. I'm like, I just can't fucking do, I can't do that. I can't, I can't like... Wake up at like noon. I, when I went part time, I had a, jo- a day job at oh, at uh, at work uh, in New York. And I when I went part time, I was like sleeping in originally, so yeah. I could like get a little writing done and like. And I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Like I'm making less money so I can sleep another hour. <laughs> so gross. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of worked itself into my psyche, I guess now. When so did I'm, the no alarm happen? You're blown away by this. (laughs) Yes. Well, yes, because so last night I crashed out. Like Mm -hmm. I I, I did the thing where I moved from my chair to my bed to be like, I'll keep getting ready for bed in a minute. Yeah. And then and then I wake up and it was um I did the whole like, oh shit, I'm probably late. What time is it? I'm late. I'm late, I'm late. Six fifty two AM. I was like, What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. And and not only was it the oh oh it's that it's that early still I can just go back to sleep it was yeah. it's that early right now well I'm gonna go to the bathroom I'm gonna like yeah. get dressed I'm gonna yeah. like, get ready I guess I gotta start this day <laughs> this dumbass day yeah um, but then it's also refreshing because you're like no alarm <clears throat> way is the way to wake up it I mean it's I wish. It, it works best when you don't have anything to wake up for. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't have to go to work that day or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it's Or like if you have like a flight. Because like I've, I have flights where I have to wake up around the time mm-hmm. that I normally wake up yeah. uh, to get to the airport on time. And at, at like somehow or another, that's the day where I wake up and I'm like so groggy. And you're like, I don't want to go anywhere. <laughs> And you're like, what are you talking about? Is that because of the alarm? Or it's just your body waking you up naturally? I, and you're I, like, I, just, I think there's mm. something about like when you have to get up, yeah. all of a sudden it's like, no, I'm not going to get up when... Literally, I could get up five minutes earlier than I normally do to go to like get to the airport, and I'll be like dragging my ass and like <laughs> tired and like grumpy. Yeah. I, could, I could wake up five minutes later and not... You know, and just all I need to do that morning is get coffee, and I'm like, "What a wonderful day!" You know, it's so it's so annoying. Um, yeah, waking up with something that you have to do is definitely makes it harder to wake up. True misery. True misery. <laughs> it's true hell. True hell. True hell, Doug. <laughs> um, so, what's your favorite part about doing comedy? Uh, you know. I guess I'd always wanted to do comedy. I watched stand up a lot with my brother when we were kids, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I don't think I appreciated it. But it's just—it's kind of well. No, sorry. Let me start over. <laughs> I like our friends. I like the people that we hang out with. I find yeah. comedians are um, super smart, yep. uh, really easygoing. You can't offend them. Uh, you can't bother them. Yeah. They drink a lot, which I like, usually, unless they stop drinking. Boring. Um, they're not usually religious. Uh, they're usually really liberal. Um, 
And so I, that's just like the kind of group of people I like hanging out with, and they're easy to talk to. I mean, it's it's. In, I was joking earlier, but it's true. Like I go on a lot of dates, and with guys who are just really boring. And I think I, I do think that men are almost socialized to not ask as many questions as yeah. women. And I'm yeah. being a little you know stereotypical there, but I do think there's some truth to that. Yeah. I think we like to talk about ourselves. And that gets really boring. And, and if, it, if it happens to be a boring guy who just wants to talk... I mean, I've literally gone on dates with, like, janitors. And we talked about them the whole time. It's like, I'm a comedian. I did Conan last week. Fuck off. Um, it's, yeah, it's, it's just... It's really weird. <laughs> it's really weird... Uh, and so, you know, it, it's it's great that, like, even those days where you're like, what am I doing with my life? Um, and I think we all have them. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You're just like, yeah, I couldn't I couldn't do anything else or be anywhere else because, like, the people I'm around just instantly make me feel comfortable and happy and, you know. Yeah. I'm sure you've noticed the same thing. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of... I, I notice a stark difference between hanging out with comics and hanging out with people who aren't comics. Yeah. <laughs> You know, sometimes, it, it just sometimes I'll say something and I'm like, "You didn't, you didn't get that." How did I you? know. How do how do you not how do you not understand? <laughs> or like you forget that like people don't want you to talk about diarrhea or something. They'll be like, like I'll go back to Michigan and like see a high school friend. I'm like, oh my god, I've been blowing my ass out for a day, and she'll be like, oh Brent. I'm like, what? Don't picture my asshole. I just I have to vent. Uh, literally. I literally have to vent. Um, yeah, you know... Uh, oh, shit, I was going to say something else, but I'm forgetting now. Um, yeah, it's just... It's like they're... Uh, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I'm sorry. I had a, another thing I was going to say, and now I'm forgetting. Um, the friend and the... Oh, it's okay. Yeah, Michigan yeah. blowing yeah, your yeah. ass out. Yeah, blowing my ass out. Uh, no, but yeah, I mean, I, I feel the same way that, like, it's just... Uh, you know, they're kindred spirits. Like, I, there was a comic who I did a show with recently. I'd never met him before. And or we'd done one show together. We hadn't really talked much. Um, and then he did seem a little standoffish, I remember thinking. I remember being like, man, I might not like this guy. <laughs> and then, like, he was just the best. He was so cool. Like, we started chatting. Uh, like, he instantly opened up about how, like, he was a he was an addict. He was an alcoholic, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, he was a he was a gambling addict and I am uh, a porn addict and so I like I look so we just like talked about that for like 20 minutes yeah. there was no judgment yeah. which is by the way th- th- this of course are conversations you could have amongst non-comedians but I think it's I just think that that to me is a very typical uh, you know comic conversation yeah. no barriers no no one's like trying to you know no one's trying to one up no one's trying to one up everyone we're not trying to make ourselves seem super cool and amazing in mm-hmm. fact I think we skew towards being self-deprecating I do at least and I just I find that so redeeming and 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 it was just like I haven't seen him since but I'm like god what a fun time like seeing that guy you yeah. know just chatting about our sort of quirky addictions and uh yeah, so that was fun. So I, I, that's, I think that's what I could, you know, I couldn't live without that. Yeah. How much Mountain Dew do we got in here right now? Well, it was just a Kansas Mountain. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. Oh, yeah. It smells so good. Yeah. <laughs> Man, Mountain Dew, dude. Honestly, smelling it reminded me of like what it, like having it as a kid. Yeah. I will never forget where I was the first time I had Dr Pepper. Okay. I was Let's on a golf course. Story. It's not even. It's not a good story. <laughs> 
I was on a golf course. I had never had it. I'm like, this sounds kind of interesting. So I got it. Uh, you never heard of it either? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I had heard of it, yes. <laughs> but I think I was a little afraid. Doctor? And I, re- I remember, I re- first of all, I think it might be the best soda. I think it is fucking incredible. Yeah. And I remember the first sip thinking it really was, and I've had people disagree with this, but I felt like it really was like a sweetened red pepper. It tasted like a red, like a delicious, you know, uh, obviously there's other flavors yeah. and, and it's not quite like that. Plum. But to me, I got it immediately. So that's the uh, my, one of my best friends is always like, you know, it's plum. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's supposedly it's plum or, flavored. Or plum or prune. But same fruit, right? Just one's dried out. Yep, prune is a dried out plum. That was that was adorable. Uh, <laughs> you're learning a lot today, Doug. Just, uh, grapes and raisins, same fruit, right? Just one's dried out. No, but I've heard that a bunch. That it's actually just like a plum, basically a plum flavored soda. I just think it is. And it used to be in the ingredients. I remember reading it one time on the really before they redesigned the can when it was um, it was like kind of a streak down it or something. It just said Dr. Pepper across and big white letters, maybe. Yeah. And I remember reading it on the can and going, what? That's interesting. What? I remember once I got a juice. I was at work and I got a juice from the vending machine. I got an apple juice and I ended up looking at the ingredients and the ingredients were pear juice and natural flavors. Because, <laughs> you know, pear juice is, it's like, uh, no apple. pear juice is like the cheapest it's like it's just like the cheapest juice you so like almost all juice yeah almost all juice is like mostly pear juice but i'd never seen it quite that like i didn't never seen pear juice that had been dressed up to be apple juice what's the natural flavors that make it apple yeah right and here's another question about juice what about do you ever drink tropicana orange juice yeah i have how have they managed yes it does how have they managed to make it infinitely better than every other orange juice? And if you look at the ingredients, there, there's it's just orange juice. This is oranges. And orange I, juice? but yet when when you drink Tropicana out of like you know the, out of like the milk carton cartons, yeah. you know, like the it is. I'm picturing the the are you picturing the the straw on the side of a, an orange yes, an yes, orange right now. Exactly what I was picturing. It is. <laughs> With those fucking amazing. Where do they? First of all, where do they get those straws? And second, but have you ever tried it? By the way, for some reason, I thought it would work, and I tried it as a kid. No, you just suck up a bunch of like zest (laughs) and rind. (laughs) I got like rind in my mouth. You got all the way into the orange. See, as far as I got was like just barely punctured the skin, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's like it's a really good like it's a good marketing campaign. (laughs) I'm impressed by it. Um, Drink it straight from the orange. Yeah. I was like, that's amazing. But there is, I just feel like Tropicana orange juice is head over heels better than every other orange juice I've had. Yeah. Um, unless we're talking, you know, fresh squeezed and strained pulp. <laughs> pulp is the worst, <laughs> is the worst thing I've ever had in my life. I still, I still, literally if you watched my face while I was drinking pulp, you would think I'm drinking piss. It's that disgusting to me. It's like my no, my nose can't help but like shrivel up. Like my mouth. You guys can't see this, but this face work uh, is excellent. It's pretty killer fit. We're talking Jim Carrey, Jim Carrey caliber. Uh, <laughs> I have to go to the bathroom in a minute, so oh, all right. yeah. should I go or? or? Um, yeah, I mean, we can we can like wrap it up. Okay. 
and you can take that out by the way (laughs) but i was i I didn't want to like uh, yeah we we can wrap it up we don't have to whatever whatever i have a card out in like 15 minutes okay that's it um also yeah where can people find your stuff to plug plug all your you know uh, i mean twitter i guess uh i've been trying to build my instagram and it's not working uh i don't think i'm very good at it but you can find me on instagram at mr brent sullivan all right. That's it. Cool. Yeah. Dude, well, thanks for doing Doug, this. Doug, thank you so much for having this me, This has man. been You it and was... Me Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp and... <laughs> Brent Sullivan. <laughs> okay. Cool, dude. Thanks, man. Right. Thank you so much. Yeah, Let me yeah. run to the bathroom. All right. I'll be right back. <laughs>